This is episode number eight of Dev Branch Marketing Third Party or Managing Third Party Plugins and your update. Brought to you by Serverpress, Maker's Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out at serverpress.com. And Cloudways Web Hosting. Cloudways handles all the hosting complexities so you can focus on building amazing WordPress websites without any hassle. Check them out at cloudways.com. Hey, how's it going, everyone? How are you doing? Hey. How are things? You got a new sponsor. What? Yeah, we, we do. do? For, for the next couple of weeks, we have a we have a new sponsor. Yep. That makes me feel great. Thanks, Cloudway. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us. It doesn't mean anything to me other than I appreciate you believe in us. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank you. And it makes me feel less guilty for making Jason do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> but only a little bit less. Yeah, I was going to say. No. Yeah. Only a little bit. Yeah, so I don't I don't have those emotions. Yeah. In the intro, I messed up a little bit, but it is managing third party plugins updates on your WordPress project. So we are talking about your own. Yeah. So what it is is you you have a project, you have a bunch of WordPress plugins that are installed on it. And uh, you may or may not have made your own WordPress plugins, code changes on your your, you know, within the theme or you know, plugins that you've made yourself. And you, you you know, you have an update that happens and now you're going to have to deal with it. And it's either something that directly affects code that you wrote yourself, or you have two clashing plugins that don't like one another and they're, they're, uh, they don't know how to namespace properly or they start breaking things. And that's kind of what we're looking at here is what do you do as a, as a WordPress web developer dealing with somebody else's code that is being installed on your project? This is such an old issue. Like this is something that we've been talking about at various times on Water Cooler. And my philosophy, like in, over the last eight years, and my philosophy has changed <laughs> from the beginning <laughs> to now and ebbed and flowed in so many different ways on this issue. Um, I just wanted to, to point that out. Like this is an ongoing problem. And I think there's yeah, never, this is not, this is not a, this answer is for now and it holds forever type of situation because I think a lot of this really depends on the infrastructure for updating plugins and on the plugin ecosystem and where the, the plugin sphere is at. Because there's been times when it's like chaos and then there's been times when everyone plays by the rules. So I just want to say that for anyone who's watching this and it's not specifically today, all of this stuff is only <laughs> applicable today. That's it. It's not relevant any other time. If, if you're watching this in 2022, it could all be irrelevant. Yeah, it's all wrong. But we're still fun. You, you should watch and, it anyway. And I, yeah, I, people I agree. download our old I, stuff and watch it. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with what you're saying, Say, but I think there are some things that always that will always hold true, right? And 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 one of the first things is if you're on a, a, a server, let's say your production server, and you click that update button, right, or add new, you are changing code, right? You're either adding code or you are changing code, right? And so it, it is important, and we say this all the time, but it is important to test those plugins somewhere other than your production server, even if you're just running an update, right? So you don't wanna, you don't wanna click that update or add new button on your production box because it could bring down your site. That's the extreme, it's an extreme, but it's it could bring down your site. It's, it's a best uh, practice. And um, I I just had to 
I warn clients and it's like this weird um, space because I'm like, well, so I'm just was dealing with a client who has a crappy server and background and they don't have um, Where, oh, a, sorry, what, what was Nowhere. You, you, mumbled, um, you mumbled there for a second. <laughs> nowhere. Uh, and they, they don't have an auto backup. They have to pay for a backup a day, or upgrade. And in order to upgrade, they have to switch servers. So it's like this whole fiasco. But basically, I had to write a disclaimer to the client. And I'm like, so I'm going to make these change. I had to make them pay for a backup because I'm like, obviously, I'm not doing it with a backup. But there is no staging server. So I'd have to do a whole desktop server thing. And that's going to add a chunk of time and they didn't want to pay for that time so they didn't want to pay for the time to for me to set up the staging situation and so my disclaimer is like yo if this breaks it's on you it probably won't it's probably not gonna break but there's a possibility that it could break and in that case it would take me X number of hours to you know restore fix things blah 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 so this huge it, disclaimer it, and then it makes it sound so bad for the client like I'm like it's gonna break but like that's, that's but but a but a good best practice that you just pointed out, right? So if if you are if you only have your one server, your production box, and you do need to make updates, a good best practice that you just pointed out is make a backup first, right? And is and, that and a you should practice, at least or is that just like common you, sense? Like you are just not shooting yourself I, in the foot, like you know no, what I mean? But you like, just said it. Some some hosting doesn't come with backups, right? And so have have a backup system, make a backup first before you change any of your plugins because you are changing code. Costa yeah. wants if to say something. If, no, I was going to say, if, and if you're going to take a backup, take a second backup. Not with the same. No, not see, with the this same is the system. problem I get into, and then I have a backup of my backup, and that is why I can't use my phone anymore. And, and you call it, and you call it final, final. Call it final dash final. Final, right. final backup too. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Password go. Yeah. So, 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 say you do have a, a service that gives you backups. Um, that's that's great. Take a backup there in your your panel at your web host, whatever. Um, I. I'm always concerned about my primary backup failing. I've had it happen. I mean, it's um, so, yeah. So um, instead of running into that situation, if you have the ability and and the 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 time to take a second backup, it's always a good idea to have a second backup that isn't part of your your same backup system. So yeah. in case in case one of those systems fails, at least you have a way to recover your site. Yeah. Yeah, I um, this is, so, the problem is is that so, best practice and what clients want to pay for in so many times are clashy. So clashy and conflicting. So let's talk about let's talk about what what's happening here, right? Why this why why this That's stuff happens, right? And I sit again. Happen? I know I sound like a broken record, um, but you the, kids these days, record. the kids these days they don't know what records are, so um, <laughs> I sound like I'm repeating myself, right? Um, no, you're sounding um, like you're on a boomerang. Not not all <laughs> not all not all plugin developers are created equally. So some some plugins. Wait, what? Kind of, yes, I know some plugins oh, no. you can sort of sort of assume are safe, right? I know what those plugins are. Some pre so usually, usually, not always, but usually premium plugins and some of the more common names that are out there are typically safe. That's not always the case. But if you're just downloading a plugin off, I know, if you're just downloading a plugin <laughs> off of WordPress.org or worse, 
off of a, a another site that's not an official Deforest. WordPress site, right? They I didn't. I, I wasn't naming names. Code I wasn't. Code are you? Are you? Are you a ventriloquist all of a sudden? Code I think, I think it was Cosper. Cosper right. said um, something. So, so a lot of those plugins are developed by uh, a couple of people, one person, right? And they don't update as often, right? That that can happen, and. Not, not. This isn't necessarily done maliciously, but things can just break because they get outdated. Or somebody could upload a plugin with a bug in it, right? It happens, right? A plugin with all, a bug in. I know. Not all plugins <laughs> are created. Plugin so with a bug in. Why have we never need, used that phrase before? That, that's where you need I'm to be a... careful because the reason these are called third-party plugins is they're being created by many third parties, thousands. Thousands and thousands yeah. of third parties that are out there yeah. creating plugins. I mean, and I would, I think it's safe to say, but it's the 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 reason the bigger ones are better generally is because they have uh, a an infrastructure for supporting problems and fixing problems. Right. B, they have people who are meant to pay attention to the updates of core and what's happening there. And C, they have an uh, an inherent uh, financial uh, interest in making sure that they don't lose their customers. And so, the free and the smaller plugin shops who are doing it on the side or for a project they had, that incentive is not always there. And if you can't, like, the amount you want to, you know, incentivize them with a, let me buy you a coffee, that doesn't work. That does not usually yeah. incentivize one shop people. And so, and so let's expand on your point B, because I think it's important, right? Is 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 plugin developers keeping their plugin update? updated for newer versions of core that are coming out right and so right. core core has a cycle where they 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 release betas before the uh before the master version comes out and it and it happens fast right and so the the better plugin developers that are out there are actually testing their plugin against the beta version so that their plugin is ready when new new um versions of wordpress come out that what i'm describing is not the norm that's not what most plugins do, right? Yeah, most they're more reactive are, than proactive. That's, that's correct. Thank you. So yeah, most most plugins are are are, yeah. are not are not following those those best practices, and so that's where things break because there could be a gap between when the core version of WordPress comes out and when the plugin gets updated, and that's Especially where you're in, in danger. So many managed hosts, which hopefully all of your clients are on, and everyone's everyone's on a managed host, but the the problem. It's not really a problem, but the uh, an issue that is created by managed hosts is that they're going to keep your uh, your core code updated, and they may or may not, depending on the settings you have and the configuration you have, be updating your plugins along with it. So if you're not paying attention, right, you can have or or if you're not actively managing a site for a client and their code is just you know they're not updating their plugins and their core code is just getting updated automatically, then you have the out of sync. Thing happen and uh, you can just start having plugins break and that can panic clients, especially if they throw so, up um, admin notices with big red fonts and stuff. So, so Cosper, plug your ears for a second because he's probably going to hate this comment. The first thing I would recommend there is keep those core WordPress updates on. Turn off the auto plugin updates. Turn it off. Don't don't let don't let the host manage those updates for you. Unless yeah. you're just a developer. <laughs> Yeah, um, unless you have a host that actually, and and some managed WordPress hosts do this, where uh, they will take a like snapshots of your site 
to basically okay. make sure that that nothing is like in the plugin upgrades is hosing. I've still seen problems because it's not all just a visual comparison sort of thing that that needs to happen when you upgrade a plugin. Uh, sometimes there's functionality that just doesn't get shown on the front page of your site where a lot of these um, tools check. However, uh, yeah, no, I, I understand, but the, the problem is, is when you turn those off, you have to set a, a day, um, uh, preferably a day out of the week where you go through and run your upgrades because you can't <laughs> just let, <laughs> you we can't just right. we, we, we do it once great. a week. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just laughing because your clients will pay for that, and my clients are cheap. That's not actually true. They're not Hopefully, the new clients are they're, they're cost Sorry, conscious. We're not recording this no, on the internet. And they're, co they're cost conscious. They don't have unlimited budgets. They don't have the money flowing the way Steve's clients do. But, you know, the, the, the real problem is, is that it feels like a lot of the time, I think, to um, clients who are willing to pay, but they're willing to pay for things that they can perceive value in. And I don't think that a lot of clients can perceive value in a, in a weekly plugin update. They'd be like, okay, hey, just do that monthly. Do they, do they perceive value in uptime? Yeah, I mean, I I, I just think it's they don't the, the, it's invisible. They don't know it until they don't know it until well, it's, until, it's, until it's they're in downtime. <laughs> We're back in this in this world of having to demonstrate, just like with the page speed thing, where you're having to demonstrate to your client why they shouldn't have a hero right. page when everyone has hero pages everywhere. You know, it's like I spend so much of my time. I I feel like. I'm annoying to my clients because I'm always explaining to them how, you know, oh, we need to do this because of this and whatever. And um, I, I wonder how, you know, if other uh, site people are just like just doing it and not explaining it to their clients or or what it is. I, I don't know. Depends. Or everyone's just it's very confused. And this is why everyone thinks their sites are very magical and like happen but this is why we have this show to explain these things, right? You can't just throw up a WordPress site and not maintain it. It has to be maintained. I mean, everything has to be maintained. What doesn't have to be maintained? What is there a thing in the world that does not my require looks. maintenance? My, my looks. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, look at the tape. We've got eight years of tape to prove it. <laughs> A, a lot of people just throw up a WordPress site and don't maintain it. And yep. that's, oh, I know. that's part of the problem. That's part of the reason that we have, um, you know, botnets bot of WordPress <laughs> yeah. sites. You know, uh, WordPress is, um, I saw a number earlier this week that said, just based on the current growth, we'll hit 50% of the web by 2025. And I'm sure. 2025? That, that is so far away. It, it, no, it's not. It, it, no. <laughs> I'm so tired of this goal. It's like the boringest goal in the world. Like, how is. long is this goal? Like, that is but, like four years away. But by, by that time, by that time, WordPress uh, botnet will be like 30% of the internet. So, because <laughs> there are a bunch of people who are just throwing up sites, but Hey, you know what you guys, this is, this is Deb branch. Um, I, I want to kind of get into a little yeah. bit of a nerdy tool here. Yes. Uh, I out. shared them in the chat. Oh, um, I shared them in the chat, Jason, if you want to pull it up a uh, little tool called Co codeception. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, it is a uh, PHP-based tool. Um, you already know PHP uh, if you're doing WordPress development, so you should be comfortable there. Uh, but even if you don't know PHP, um, the syntax for Codeception is ridiculously easy. Uh, I, I know uh, like non-developers who can um, do these tests. Um, if you had the font size down a little smaller, there's a, an example in the uh, little side oh, yeah, this, thing. This, this front thing, I am on page. I click enter. I see yeah. it works. <laughs> that's that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. It, it's it's so great, and uh, I know several people who use it, and they actually have you know WordPress integrations as well. Um, you, but you can create tests and basically say, uh, like say said, uh, I am on page, and then whatever the URL of the page is, I click uh, enter a link that says enter. I see it works, and it works as an H1. And so you can actually set, like, here's what the header looks like. Here's what uh, the appropriate things look like. Uh, the cool thing about this is you can actually do this as well uh, for backend stuff on your site. So you can actually do codeception tests for uh, how you expect things to work in WP Admin. Um, so um, if you really want to get into it, like, it will... Um, it will do these tests for you. Um, and, and you can write tests very simply. Uh, it's, it's one of those, like, I know that we're getting, it's December. Um, there's probably going to be that little gray space between, uh, Christmas and new years. I don't know about most of I you. Call it dead I, week. Yeah. I, I take that, I take that week off work. And um, I mean, if I was looking for a project, if I didn't already know codeception, it'd be the perfect time to learn if you're a developer to learn how to make code section tests. I would just like to point out a little bit about your boundaries. You're like, I take it off work and then I would learn code because that's so then much I work. fun. I'm like, yay. No. And I'm like, and I, part I, of the problem. I'm with you. I'm I'm with Hashtag you. Hashtag take a bit. Um, I mean, I, I would I would uh, also spend a lot of time watching Netflix. Okay, but... thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, I wanted so I wanted a little honesty in my dead week so, plans. So let's so, so so since this is Deb Branch, let's talk about where I was going with that with that initial conversation, right? So because of the way things are, and 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 when you update code or update a plugin, you are actually adding code. Our practice at Zeek, uh, I'm not going to necessarily call this a best practice, but the, what we, what we do for all of our client sites is we actually disable all that stuff. So we disable the ability to add a new plugin. We disable plugin updates. Uh, you can see plugins, but you cannot manage plugins from the dashboard. Um, and there is a there's there a simple so much line a of way. there's a simple <laughs> line of code. Way. And I'm going to look for it. Uh, I, I don't have it handy, but there is a line of code that I think you can add to your PHP, your uh, WP config file that just shuts off uh, themes, adding themes and plugins and updating plugins. It's it's a very simple line of code. I just don't have it handy. Um, and so that, that has you turn to be all that off if you have a you have to be actively managing a client site, right? Well, like you can't just like give them a site that you're not on a retainer contract or something with and be like, bye-bye, enjoy your no well, updated plugins. Yeah, on you, don't, you don't want the late night phone call. And, and, and really what we don't want is we don't want code to change that's out of, outside of our 
control or knowledge because it can crash the site. And these are these are mission critical sites that we're building. So we, we, we purposely turn that stuff off really so nobody can go in and make a mistake. People might just go in and, and click something they just don't because they don't know what they're doing. And we don't want that to happen, including me. I've done it. <laughs> so have, this um, is really a this is really a Steve protection is what this is. And that one of those sites that I inherited from terrible OC dev um, that I've talked about a bunch of times, um, they have um, had on the site a plugin called Bulk Edit, active and available oh. for, for pretty much anyone to use. And if you accidentally click that in the sidebar, it's like delete all things inside. Delete every post and page inside WordPress. Like, like that power, what you would have to manually go and do. They installed the plugin and left it on there in the production for anyone. It wasn't protected at all. And just, they could just go in and bulk delete literally everything. I'm like, wow, you made that real easy to screw that up. Again, yeah, there's professional, a, there's a professional development firm in Orange County. There's there yeah there's a lot of Not there's a lot of plugins yeah thank you I appreciate that clarification there's a lot of there's a lot yeah, of plugins one. that we actually when we inherit sites we strip out any plugins that are giving you access to the database or or um, access to the code or allowing you to um, edit something within the server we just we just remove all those anyway the the next place I was going is is so the the way we manage plugins and plugin updates is we do everything through. Uh, a system called Composer, right? And so all of our plugins actually don't even live in the code repository, right? They're all a line of Composer. So as we're deploying code to the site, Composer takes care of pulling the plugins from their their homes, essentially, and 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 build rebuilding them and putting them on the uh, on the site. So we do that, and we get them we get them out of the code repository altogether, so we don't have the ability to edit. The core code of the plugin, right? So, core WordPress code, core plugin code is not part of our repositories. It's all done in Composer, so that so we can't good. edit that core code, right? So, so core clean, code we right? know is always clean and pure and and not, and not touched. So, Composer is a handy tool, and the continuous integration platform we use is called BuddyWorks, right? So it's Buddy.Works. Why is and everything Buddy... named Buddy? Why? Yeah. So, Sorry. so Buddy Works. Just Buddy Works understand. is, and again, I I know this is the dev branch. This is very advanced, but Buddy Works is amazing. Uh, it's awesome. So it's a it's a tool chaining system. Not only does it do our code deployments, but there are tools that we run during each deployment, and one of them is a PHP syntax checker. And so it actually goes through all the PHP syntax, and if it finds a bug, it'll stop the deployment. It won't. It will not deploy a bug. Wow. That's cool. That's nice. It's really cool. Again, like, it's, um, it's so that it's you so that something. It, Could it's, you? It's exactly. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's like you know what? Uh, you forgot this semicolon over here. It's like, does it have the voice of the boss in the office? It's like, um, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm gonna need you to fix this bug. We're gonna need you to go ahead and come in on Saturday as well. So yeah, we're, that update—it's not gonna go yeah. through. So could you Steve, maybe what about try the, a little harder? <laughs> what about what about Dude. the plugins that are in um, that that you've set up um, using Composer that you're that you're gonna be bringing in those third-party um, plugins? Are you kind of locking those out so they're not being updated, and you're only going to update them when you've already tested everything? Um, yes. So, so composers, composers, a little weird, right? So, so the way, the way composers works is, um, um, 
there's two, two, two levels of composer that we're, we're using, right? So all of the plugins that are in the plugin repo on WordPress are available at a site called WP, W Packagist. Um, We've mentioned that, that in so, some episode yeah. at some point before, because so, I remember yeah. laughing at it. Yeah, so W Packagist, <laughs> and you can laugh again. <laughs> w, w Packagist is the composer version of all of the plugins, all the publicly available plugins, right? Premium plugins are not available in here. So we use, uh, we also use a system called Packagist, which is our own private repo, our own private Packagist that's like this, where we put our own plugins that we've written that we use over and over again, and where we store the premium plugins that we've bought so that we can distribute them to our projects. Why don't you call that Z Packagist? Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make it. It's a service that we're buying called. Packages. No, no, W packages. But you said you make your own, also called packages. No, right. It's actually called private packages, is what it's called. It's, it's oh, actually that's it's funny just, too. It's it just yes, too. It's private package. Yes. Okay, it works. It's it's, it's packages.com is what it is. So, so when that's you, your when own, you wanted you just, to... you're like, screw your W. I'm taking your yeah. name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When you want to deploy, you grab your package, right? Yes. And, okay. Your private package. Uh, your private yes. package. And your public package. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> you put them together. <laughs> and anyway, launch. What's, what, what's great about this? What's great about this is is none of the code is accessible for us to edit at, at all, right? So we can't even, we can't make right we can't make a mistake even if we wanted to. That's brilliant, actually, because have, boys, have you ever wanted mistakes. to? No, <laughs> I haven't wanted to, but I have, but I have made these mistakes. So you've never I, been tempted. You're like, I could just put a semicolon right here, and your whole site no, will go down. So send no. the check. Don't charge her. <laughs> no, like, no, no, that's not how. No, that might be how that other OC agency operates, but not us. <laughs> no, so you're fine. I, one. One thing I want to get to before uh, the episode ends, um, with WooCommerce uh, specifically, um, they do this thing with their um, with their plugins. Uh, if you can scroll up just a tiny bit, Jason, um, in the plugin headers, they add this handy two lines. Scroll down. WC requires at least, and it gives you a minimum version of WooCommerce. And then WC tested up to, which is the maximum version of WooCommerce. I wish that we had this in WordPress core. Like, I yes. wish we actually had something in WordPress core that says this plugin requires at least WordPress, let's say, five. And, you know, tested up to five, six. Like, so that way, you know where this plugin can be safely um, deployed. And also, uh, if you're running, if you're one of those weirdo edge cases, I'm sorry to all the weirdo edge cases out there. Still <laughs> Don't running. apologize to them. <laughs> I, I know. Upgrade your shit. Seriously. <laughs> Please. But, um, yeah, for all the weirdo edge cases, they'll know that they have to upgrade. It's like, okay, I need to upgrade this plugin. I need to, like, I, I, I really, I wish that WordPress had well, that because it would be it would, a, a good thing to have. Weird that WooCommerce but, but it would also be sharing be, its code. 
It, it would also be great if I'm sorry. It would also be great if those lines actually meant something to the core system, right? If it, if it actually sure. didn't let you upgrade because you didn't have the the, the right required stuff. There are yeah. some plugins that I, there's some premium plugins I bought that actually have those dependencies. They won't let you activate yeah, unless you I've have the right thing. Lately. I've seen a lot of yes. those lately, especially for PHP. That's great. Because there's a lot of, um, I, I think it's just in the repository, like the plugin. It's it's not the plugin. It's just the plugin. It's like this won't work with your your system setup. So I, I'm pretty sure that there is some control in the just basic repository. I mean, not that I've just been installing plugins on production sites from the repository. I mean, it, 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 it could be because of this. Yes. You know, new version of PHP ah! just got released. This is Im imminent. It's imminent. Party. I just upgraded a client yep. site from from to PHP seven. So hey, <laughs> you know, good. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. You're, I just. It wasn't. I wasn't three years behind. I wasn't behind. <laughs> Their site was behind. There's a difference. You know, sometimes you have to bring people along slowly. You can't convert everything at once. You know, it's like you buy a new house and like you can't like do all. Some people can do all the renovations at once, but some people are like first we got to do the bathroom and then we'll work on the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like there is sometimes you have to figure that stuff out. No, you are literally no. describing what I'm dealing with right now. So no. I that is why it. I use that analogy. I just want you to know you're like first we have to upgrade the electrical grid and then we can put new washing machines in. Like that is how that works. Like exactly. you can't and and I know that like it's just because we're on dev branch and being geeky doesn't mean we should also pretend that all of the agencies out there and all of the devs out there and all the their clients out there are operating at the same fancy pants level that Zeke is. Let's be but real let's, about that. Can, can, let's let's just pretend. Let's pretend. Let's pretend <laughs> like that. It's a nice world, and everyone's let's contracts pretend. are like super good. And yeah, next year maybe. But I think that that there is there has to be some some good ground, some safe ground between the cowboy coding and the workflow that involves like for separate systems and, you know, stripping out all of that stuff, right? Like the whole point of WordPress is that it is, you're supposed to be able to click a button, but we're over here saying, don't just click the button. So that's like me saying, don't use the media library. Just be, just because you can. <laughs> oh no. Look at we the We have time. so much more to talk about. Damn. Folks, I want to say thank you very much for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all the folks. You that want to or you're going to? He's not going to. He's not going to. Thank you very much. <laughs> we love you. Talk to you all bye. later. Bye-bye. Outro.